Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts with Nicole. Here we are again, episode 5. Who would have thought? 5 episodes? Crazy. I would have never thought I would have made it to 5 episodes. I thought it would flop on the first episode, but here we are, 5 episodes later. (laughs) I know, I lied. I said it was going to be in March, but it's February. I'm sorry guys. Um, I should keep my word next time, but I am setting aside because setting time aside from like my regular stuff. I just finished doing everything I was supposed to do. I was cleaning. Um, I got home from work at, at like seven, seven something. And then I just started cleaning, taking care of the cat, you know, because I, I, I kind of have like a little routine that when I got home, uh, prepping myself for tomorrow, um, cleaning up a little bit of a mess that I had in my room you know because I I don't know I like to come home and I like to to see things clean like even though my cat like comes in my room she doesn't make a mess which is what I'm surprised about for such a young kitty she's she doesn't make a mess so yeah she knocks things over (laughs) but she doesn't make a big mess it's just like a little mess we call it a day and that's it um but yeah you know like I, I had things to do and I decided to set time from my anime time just to record this episode because I feel like I need to talk about it you know like I don't know I feel like my perspective and things are a little bit different than a lot of people's and you know it's just my opinions (laughs) okay don't go now thinking that my word is the law and we gotta follow Nicole's words because no no guys guys I promise you guys these are just my thoughts that is the reason the podcast is called random thoughts with Nicole okay but yeah, um, just to give you guys a weekly or a two-week recap of what's been happening on my end, uh, been chilling like a villain, you know, me and my cat against the world type vibe. What the hell did she do? Oh my gosh, she knocked something over. I feel like she knocked something over and I'm just going to ignore it. Um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to roll with it. Um, but yeah, for the most part... You know, nothing interesting. My birthday was this past weekend, and I'm very grateful to have another year of life. And this year seems a little bit different for me because I'm seeing things in a different perception. Like, I'm being more positive towards certain situations and just overall my life. I'm very calm, cool, collected, and I feel I needed that. I needed to get out of that funk that I was in a couple weeks ago because I was like really like feeling very depressed in a way like I was like you know maybe I'm just bored with my life like things are not happening the way that they should but you know what everything goes through a phase and you know everybody has to get out of that phase eventually so um yeah just just grateful that I made it to another year of life and I feel much wiser and you know 28 I don't know I don't feel I don't I don't feel old I feel like myself which is I think a good thing right Anyways, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful week and that you guys had a good week or past couple weeks. And if not, then I hope you're okay. And taking it a day at a time is all that we need to do. Because if I say, have a great rest of your week, shit can go sideways any minute. Like, you could be getting out of your house and all of a sudden, like, you step in a puddle with your new white sneakers. And that's the end of that. Shit. <laughs> you're wearing your new Nikes. You're, you're, you're all whites and you're walking in and it rained the other day. And there's a fucking puddle in, in, in the pothole in New York. Walking out and bam! 
it's there it's gone <laughs> that 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 could ruin the rest of your week so yeah uh just just taking it a day at a time um but this episode i just feel like it needed to happen like it needed to happen like yesterday we need to talk about this because like everybody around me for the past couple weeks has just been talking about relationships and i feel like i see things in a different perception than a lot of people do because i tend to not i don't know the way i express myself is a little different it's not the common whoa I'm sorry, guys. If you guys hear a jingle jangle in the background, it is my cat. Like, she has the zoomies and she's been going nuts. So, I'm letting her vibe a little bit. So, yeah. uh, The jingle jangle will happen. Please don't go buy my soup! No! (laughs) Hold up. Okay. Go away. I'm doing an episode. I love you, too. Anyway, sorry. Um, So, yeah. Basically... She's looking at me like she's upset. <laughs> Basically, um, yeah. Anyways, sorry, my cat. A distraction. A cute distraction. She's like a deadly weapon. Anyways, sorry. OCD, ADHD. I don't know what I have, but I have something. <laughs> um, relationships. Situationships. The single stage. Let's talk about it. And I think it also falls into the part that it's the week before Valentine's Day and old me would have been like, ew, Valentine's. Guys, I've never had a Valentine's. I feel like I have to say this. I've never, like ever in a million years have had a Valentine, ever. So for me, like, I'm always like, oh, um, I'm here ready and excited to see other people get Valentine's Day gift this year. But I know I'm not going to get anything. Because I think I've already reached that part of my life where I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not getting a Valentine, so it's fine. You know? That, that like, to me, like, it's already gotten to that level. I think I'm going to treat myself to a Valentine's. Because I've learned that I give myself everything. So why not give myself Valentine's? Also, Valentine's is not about just platonic love or romantic love you know my parents you know parent love friendship you know like why not shit i'm already cupid i bring people together (laughs) friends couples (laughs) sometimes i even brought people together while i got fucked over with my feelings like you know like a guy was talking to me and then he decided to talk to, to a friend and then they're together That's how you know I'm meant to be Cupid and I'm meant to bring people together. I have friends that become friends and exclude me out of the friendship. That's how I know they were supposed to be together. You see where I'm going with this? All right. I feel like we all got the same page and the same vibe. Cool. (laughs) But yeah, no. Honestly, I feel like this year, Valentine's Day for me is like, whatever. Like, I don't really expect anything because at the end of the day, Every year I never got anything, so what's going to make this year any different? Nothing. Me, myself, and I. I'm going to take myself on a date. I'm going to buy myself flowers. I'm going to do the Miley Cyrus. I can hold my own hand, you know, like dance with by myself for hours. <laughs> 
because I am. I'm that bitch, you know, like I'm that girl. I know what I can offer and I know that I'll eventually end up happy. So one more year is not going to kill me or hopefully another Valentine's, which is this one. Hopefully I'm settled by the end of the year, but if not, it is what it is. I'm already, I'm already used to being single. So we're going to, we're going to go with that one. Um, but yeah, so yeah. And uh, disclaimer, I just want to say guys, my opinion, these are my opinions. Like, I feel like I have to reiterate this because <laughs> I tend to, my perceptions are very different than a lot of people's because everybody has their own way of assimilating situations. Like I have a lot of friends who, a lot of female friends who are like, men ain't shit. And then I see guys on the other side, like, because I, I'm friends with a lot of guys, like, nah, nah, these these girls are hoes, bro. Like, you know, like, shit like that. <laughs> so then I'm here, like, uh, neutral, you know, because I think it really all depends on the person. And I think it all comes down to the person. You can't be here saying that all men ain't shit and you just here paying attention to hood guys, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just be saying that and pay attention to hood guys. You got to be saying that to all types of men. Like, you got, you have, you must have dated the whole entire hood for, for you to be saying that. You must have dated the whole entire hood plus the good area of the hood. You know what I mean? You can't just be saying, oh, man, ain't shit. And then expect the one, the couple guys that you've dated that are hood guys to treat you well if they're all crappy you know what i mean it's the same with guys like i feel like some guys they're like all these girls all they do they just care about themselves they're mass selfish they're materialistic all they want to do is get their shit paid for but like you here wanting to date a bad bitch but you don't want to take care of her i'm not trying to say that you know you shouldn't but also like if you are dating a girl of that caliber and you see that her mentality isn't like about bettering herself or getting herself going you know to like a to the next level what makes you think that she's gonna change like something that you say is gonna change about her now nah, she's she's gonna worry about herself because that's how she is you know like i think it all comes down to the personality wise and i think it all comes down to the type of person that each and every single person is i think every situation is unique every relationship is unique every situationship is unique every single talking stage is unique every single relationship is unique i don't care what anybody tells me i know not everyone is perfect i know that we all have our own flaws and we all have our own baggage and we carry that into a relationship how are you going to be here carrying a whole baggage and coming into a relationship and expecting the other person to come in and fix that problem for you? You know, like, oh, I see myself in a relationship and things are going to be better with that person. And I understand that you're putting your hopes into that person, but that person is not your solution. That person is supposed to be there to help you find your solution. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's where people have a lot of misconceptions in with their relationships and they want to get themselves going to like the, oh, because you're the love of my life, you were supposed to do this, you were supposed to do that. 
But no, maybe they weren't supposed to do what you were expecting them to do. Maybe you were supposed to do it to yourself while the person helps you grow into that person and that better version of yourself. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people have that misconception. And again, that is just my point of view. It doesn't necessarily mean that um, I'm right. I just have my own view, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, there were certain situations that got me thinking like, wow, this person did this other person dirty and they deserved it. But then it's like you have other people who are going through a certain situation and the other person is being selfish and is making a good person go through a bad situation because the other person is being selfish. And that's not how it works, you know? Like, I feel like uh, I saw a TikTok that, where Michelle Obama said, oh, relationships or uh, marriage isn't always 50-50. It's like one party is giving 80% and the other party is giving 20%, you know? Like eventually you guys are going to have to come together and like make an effort if you guys are really wanting to be there for each other because at the end of the day that the tough times that you guys go through together is going to push you guys to become better together in the future you know so honestly i feel it, it, it's all unique to the relationship it's unique to your persona and to the person that you're with and it just comes down to that, you know, like, um, for example, I had a friend, no, my family member, I had a family member, I don't know what my cat just destroyed, give me two seconds, guys, I'll be right back, that's a pause, <laughs> this is not a voice message, okay, I know what she destroyed, it's cool, um, she has a zoomies. Hi, go in the room. Thank you. Okay, anyways. I had a family member who pretty much said, who had told me that he was in a relationship with his partner for a really long time. They were probably together for like 14 years, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, no, I'm kidding. Maybe like 10 years. I'm taking it a, a, a bit, a tad bit too far. Um, but they were together for a really long time. And to me, from the outside, it didn't seem like they had any problems. So I'm like, wow, what is the secret? Because y'all have been together for so long. And I see them together and they're always so happy. They were hugging each other. They were just the cutest couple. And then eventually, like, once the pandemic happened, like, he told me, he was like, we broke up. And I was like, what do you mean you guys broke up? Like, what? You guys got a divorce? You guys are unadopting me? What is happening? Because I would, you know, I would say, like, if you guys get married, can I get adopted into your family? Because you guys seem like a great couple and you guys seem like a good family to live under. And I want to do that. Um, but, yeah, I got unadopted because they broke up. And, you know, he told me, he was like, you know, it was like 10 years worth of, like, deep-rooted issues that we never got around to you know from the very beginning and um you know we just sweeped it under the rug and that was the end of that and whenever we try to pick that up you know to try to talk about the problems it would just go over one or the other's head and we just weren't reaching a mutual understanding so you know situations like that is very understandable. It doesn't necessarily mean, oh, one person cheated and the other one, you know, um, got hurt. Or like, you know, they both got a lick back of each other. No, it was like their situation was a little different. They had 
problems, you know, of specific things. And it just wasn't working out, you know. So this is why I say, like, relationships are very tricky. Like, people are perceptive and they're only going to see their own side of the story. They're never going to understand the other person's side of the story. Because ultimately, uh, again, they're thinking about themselves, thinking that the other person is going to be there for them like all the time and they're going to be the solution to their problems. And that's not necessarily true. I feel another situation that has come through is that I had a friend who had, not a friend, but like, yeah, a friend who had a situation with their partner and, you know, there was a third party involved in their relationship. And, you know, that person wanted to leave their partner because the third party was involved and they didn't know what to do. And that's a very tricky situation because there's a third party, a third factor affecting that relationship. And their partner wasn't seeing that that third party was affecting that relationship and their partner, you know, like it was just, it was just a lot, you know, like it gets overwhelming and I can understand that person's side of the story, but I can understand the other person's side of the story because the third party inevitably is going to be there for a while. It's not something that they could just remove out of their lives. It's going to be there for a while. So I think it all depends on the context of the situation. I feel like once we all see and perceive where the other person is coming from, then that's different. Now, these are just healthy, I want to say, um, problems. Because if it's like you cheating, that's a whole different story. My friend, if you cheat, it's over. <laughs> If you cheat, it's over because it has been over for all the men before. In my experience, all men that's cheated have been gone. All of them. Kick to the curb. Um, but, and I don't mean like text message or um, what's it called? Like a like on Instagram. It's like you literally physically scheduling an appointment to go meet with another person, to them go make out with another person? No. You are out of my fucking life. You Forever. Don't even talk to me. You did that and I find out you're getting the fuck out of my house. No way. No fucking way. <laughs> that I will not, I will not do because the thing is, I'm not the type of person to would, who would ever even think about doing that. You know what I mean? So the way that I respect you, I expect for you to respect me. There's a difference, you know, um, but who knows? Maybe that might change in the future because I know people. I've heard a lot of like different stories of people who have forgiven their significant other after they've cheated. And there are reasons why it's like, OK, I can overpass it. You know, like people make mistakes. Maybe they take themselves accountable to the fact that they weren't paying attention to their to their significant other. And that's why their significant other went to cheat, you know, like. It doesn't excuse it, but also like I've heard situations. So I, this is why I say that it's very unique and there are different situations that are very unique to their own stories. You can't just judge a book by its cover and expect to treat a certain person a certain way just because of an action that they did. You have to realize that each action brings a reaction. 
you know? So it pushes people towards the edge for a certain reason. Maybe their partner wasn't providing for them physically. Maybe their partner wasn't providing for them emotionally. For women, it's more like emotion and uh, mental, you know? When a guy cheats, I feel like they're doing it because they like what they're seeing and they want to go ahead and just, 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 just have a quick fuck and that's it. But if it's a female... I feel like it takes a lot for a female to cheat because you really have to sit back and think like, wow, okay, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? What did I perceive wrong? What what didn't I give her to make her happy? You know, was it my the way that I was fucking her? Was it the way that we were together? Was it that I wasn't paying attention to her? Like, you know, I feel like it just depends on the situation. You know, so yeah, relationships are tough. Situationships are even tougher. Let me tell you, because again, each situationship is unique, but also like, I feel like we all go through the same thing in a situationship. <laughs> um, because the thing is, is like, you know, when you like think that you find that person and in that moment, the vibe is there, you know, like. You can talk to that person. You feel comfortable with that person. The person is reciprocating the same energy. You guys are matching. It's like they're like, yeah, like, you know, I could I could see myself with this person for a really long time, you know, like, you know, the physical attraction is there, you know, the the whole the whole spill is there, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you're like, okay, bye. And then they ghost you for like two, three weeks, a month, two months, four months. And you're like, damn, you went through a whole withdrawal symptom of like a breakup. You went through seven stages of grief. (laughs) You listen to fucking The Seven Things I Hate About You by Miley Cyrus. You know when you listen to that song, it's fucking over for the relationship, right? But also you're allowing them to come back after a few weeks. Like, oh, the seven things I love about you. (laughs) Like, what? What else? Damn. Like, I think it it all comes down to that, you know. Um, And then, wow, she fell asleep. I'm sorry, guys. My cat literally had the zoomies like five minutes ago. And now she's like here sleeping. Knock the fuck out. Damn. Anyways, um... (laughs) So yeah, I think it's just situationships are harder because you're with a person that you really want to be with, but one party's not ready for the commitment. But you are. You're ready to settle down with that person. I think what makes things a little bit harder is the fact that maybe you weren't ready to settle down, but then with the person that you're with, you're ready to settle down. And then what hurts is the fact that you're going to have to start over eventually and detach those feelings away because you don't want to get hurt again. Hence begins the endless cycle of nothingness. Pretty much you become cold-hearted, whatever the fuck you want to call it, whatever, until you decide to open up again. Or you just self-isolate, one or the other. (laughs) It's always one or the other. Either you just get hurt to the point where you just don't want to be a part of anything anymore and you just, just, just worry about yourself and you do you. Or if not, you just start over again with someone new and then get attached to someone new. Or it'll just teach you to level up and ask out that person and 
have them in your life if you really honestly i feel like what's stopping situationships from turning into relationships if you know if you guys like each other but also this is where my perception comes in situationships are like trial and error you know what i mean like they're like a pre relationship era where you can see what could work and what doesn't work and if you really like the person you're gonna move towards the next step and then go towards a relationship but also here's my other conflict because again i'm not fucking normal i have to have multiple opinions situationships should not exist for a person who's almost 30 years old I am so sorry. You're on your late 20s. You should be thinking about other shit than fucking situationships. Because why are you having a situationship yet you have a kid at home? You know what I mean? Like, I've I've heard of people having a situationship with some, gr- with some girl and they have a baby mom's waiting for them in the house. You know what I mean? Like, that's the shit I'm talking about. Like, y'all, like, that that's that's what gets to me. There are people who are having situationships like, yet they have children from a separate relationship so it's very annoying and i'm in the stepmom age but also i'll be a hot stepmom anyways no 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 let me stop i'm not i'm not trying to i'm not trying to say that at all hell no i don't think i'll 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 go out with a man who has kids i don't think i've reached that level yet once I hit my 30s, I'll think about it. But right now, I feel like I can still find someone who's as single as me. Or not as single. I mean, I don't know. He's going to have to step up his game at this point. But I'm just saying, overall, kids are a whole different story. Because you can't be having a situationship and not worried about your kid. You know, like, that's, to me, that's kind of that's kind of annoying. Unless it's like a divorce type of situation and the baby moms is not being complicated and that's another thing baby moms baby dads what hassling over the relationship with the other person that they have it's not like your kid is involved with the new partner unless the new partner wants to come in and be an asshole about it but then again again this is where i come in and say each situation is very different Okay, because every single situation with every single relationship is unique. And then another thing. There are some people who try to judge you over the fact that you keep going back to a person. You know, it's hard to detach from people. It's hard when you've created that connection with a person and you feel like nobody understands you but that person. It's hard it's hard so when you detach yourself from that person that person comes back and then you tell that one friend and you're like hey like this person came back and then you know you're like okay fuck him and then you're like no but like i like this person or like you know like you go back to the person you have to be quiet about it like it's a whole thing like stop being so hard on your friend (laughs) I don't know if guys go through this, but like literally every single female that I know, like we all like have to like go like, fuck him. We don't like him, but get the dick, sis. But, but we don't like him. Like, you know, that's how we got to be. <laughs> we hate the person, but we support them until they become the significant other of that other person. <laughs> so it's just funny to me how like these situations work out, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Dating in 2023 is it's a whole 
it's a whole fucking world i feel like a fuck i, I feel like i'm watching infinity war the, the whole dating swarp like the fuck like damn all the avengers coming together are all the psychological problems we all have coming together in the dating world jesus i should use this more often i should use this analogy more often <laughs> I was so serious. You guys want to know something funny? My therapist told me. Because I'm I'm planning to go back to school for my uh, master's for mental health counseling. She said that because of the fact that I keep using Marvel or like anime as like a thing for perception to like catch people, like their understanding or knowledge of certain things that I can use that in like actual therapy. And I honestly feel like I could I could I could do that. I could do that. So yeah, yeah. And I I feel like I have to explain the concept of like infinity war in the dating world. But you know what? It's fine. No, we're not we're not going to go there. That's a deep dive, my friends. <laughs> if you want to hear more about that analogy though, please let me know and I will do a whole episode about that. <laughs> it's terrible. It's ridiculous. But yeah, like, you know, I feel like we all have to be like unique um, in our own situations and we're all going through our own thing and honestly me personally like I don't know it's hard for me to me me and people ask me until this day like you know Nicole like why are you still single like you you look good you know like um you look good you're a pretty girl I've seen girls that are uglier than you that have a boyfriend I'm like damn I was like why you gotta be shitting on the other person <laughs> I'm like are you sure like you know, it's not that I'm not getting myself out there because I'm not. It's more like not everybody interests me. I want to put it like that. So if I if I give you the time of day, your time of attention, it's because you really caught my eye, my friend. And not a lot of people do that. You know, I feel like I, I'm very different and I'm very unique. And I've always said this. I have to find a person who represents me in a sense, you know. I have to find someone who vibes with me. And for the most part, I can't really I can't really complain. I've never really been mistreated in a sense. Obviously, there's always something that some guy does that always like fucks up in a way. But I've never really been mistreated, like manipulated or um uh I wanna say kind of like, you know even hurt in a sense only by my ex but we don't talk about him um after my ex (laughs) like any guy that i've dated or that i've you know had friends with benefits connection or anything like that like none of them has been like they've never mistreated me in that sense so the modern day problems and i just want to knock on wood i want to knock on wood because i am i want to say i'm blessed the modern name problems that a lot of people have, I have never experienced because I feel like I tend to communicate a lot more. And when I communicate, the other person communicates and we get to a certain point. Obviously, the reason why I'm single is for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, it just I feel like ultimately like things die down and then people just disappear and they never come back. So I get ghosted. I don't know if it's because I'm too much. And I don't mean like too much in the sense of like I'm quirky because I am quirky and, you know, I'm always excited, but I'm also a homebody. 
But I feel like I'm too much woman for a lot of guys that I talk to. Which to me makes me feel like, huh, maybe I am too much. Too much, like, in the sense that I have a lot going on, like, for me. So what could they be adding to my life that I'm not adding to theirs? You know what I mean? Maybe that's the problem. I want to see it like that. And don't break my glass. <laughs> don't break Don't break my bubble. Because <laughs> that's how I see it. But no. But if anything, like, again, if I am speaking to someone and I am talking to that person, it just means that I'm vibing well with them. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that we have a connection and it's something that can make me much more attracted to that person. And sex just be the best when you're physically attracted to the person, but also emotionally, mentally, spiritually, even like you guys have like so much in common, like, you know, you can talk about anything with them. Like it just makes it so much better. But, you know, again, sometimes people are just complicated and every situation is unique and you just have to you know forgive yourself because at the end of the day you're always going to find a way to you know hurt yourself if you're either the victim or the one at fault there's always going to be some sort of like self-inflicted pain that you're going to cause yourself and it's going to hurt you and then you're going to carry that baggage onto the next relationship or to the same relationship and it's going to create a bigger issue. So this is why I say my perception and relationships are a lot different than a lot of people's. People are just very black and white. They're very cold-hearted. They're very selfish because they've gotten hurt in the past and they've been manipulated and I feel like, again, I've been very blessed in a lot of ways. And I don't have bad experience. I have bad experiences, guys, which I will not talk about here. But also, I don't consider myself like I've had all the bad experiences. So maybe the way that I'm speaking about things is very, I don't know. I want to say very uh, dystopian. Is that is that the word? No, dystopian is like kind of like uh futuristic, no? Utopian, there we go. Utopian. <laughs> In the 2023 modern world dating, it's very utopian. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You guys tell me. Anyways, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to reach out. And again, thank you so much for listening to my episode. And yeah, have a great Valentine's Day, guys. Remember, take yourselves on a date if you don't have anybody, because I know I am. Shit. Um, I have some some mimosas here that I can make for myself. I'm not an alcoholic. I promise I'm not an alcoholic. I feel like I have to emphasize that. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I just happened, the doctor that I work for, he ended up giving me a champagne for my birthday, and I love the Moet. Um, so he got me a Moet. Monette. Monette, there we go. They got me a Monette champagne and I have orange juice so I can make a mimosa any day. So I'm ordering myself pizza, mimosa, calling it a night, watching my favorite anime romantic movie called House Moving Castle. If you have not seen House Moving Castle, you need to watch it because it is the most beautiful story in the world. It is my favorite. And the scenery of that movie is beautiful, but it is my favorite movie in the world. So yeah. And Penelope, the girl with the pig nose crazy right anyways yeah crazy how they both have curses 
anyways, yeah, <laughs> that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and probably great rest of your month because I don't think I'm going to be back. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.